Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbors CJ, Kate and Bea. Let's get the Neighbours. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast and we dissect episodes of the Aussie soap Neighbours as a form of self-care. I'm Vaya. Uh, Kate is here. Hi, everybody. Kate walked down the aisle to Suddenly by Angry Anderson and this week there was a bit of an anniversary of that Scott and Charlene wedding episode. It was like the 30-something year oh, anniversary. I missed that. Wow. I yeah. mean, that's exciting. <laughs> so, mm. very nice. I feel like we've got bigger things in our brains right now than that wholesome episode. Yeah. There's bigger stuff brewing. CJ will be joining us in next episode because Flashback Week is dropping. It's This is like the bum island of the new era, Flashback um, Week. Exciting. We, we, need, we need another bum island. Yeah. We need Milzy to return as yeah. his evil twin. We need some kind of flashing in Flashback Week, if you're going to call it that. You know, I read somewhere this week on the council that um, Amazon aren't showing Milzy's bum in the bum island. Well, that's outrageous. Episodes. I know. I mean... How bloody dare they? And people will be so confused as to why we call it Bum Island if we do not see a bit of Robert Mills' batok. Which is going to sound completely bananas. Kate, actually, this reminds me, I keep forgetting to talk about it. And this is a good opportunity to talk about it because Mm. I just remembered. Oh, because lately people have been saying, when are we going to get a storyline for the gondolier? And that makes me think people have lost their minds because what you want a bit of nude gondoliering well a lot of the a lot of the time i don't know who they're talking about because i forget that we have different opening titles to the uk do we yes okay so um i mean i i usually miss the credits anyway so so the opening shot for us is the varga murphy family in front of the tram cafe and over there they have punting on the thames in the era no it's not in the era it's in the the lake at the botanic gardens yeah, but I was. I, yeah, but in my mind, they're in the Mary Poppins painting, punting on the Thames. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to punt, <laughs> punt in the Yarra River. No, yeah, just stay away. Don't do the Birdman Rally. If you're coming for Moomba, do not do that. Um, but you know, Vaya, that we can find that man's identity because he runs the company, the, the, the punting company I in said what the he, Botanic I Gardens. I said what he does. They are on a gondola, the four, oh, the punt. family members, yeah. they are rowing down... I've seen it. I've seen all this. This is not unfamiliar to yes, me. But we, we have, it's not canon on our podcast because we have not oh, mentioned it. Okay, I guess, I don't know me. Like, like we've mentioned many times, I usually miss the first couple yes. of minutes and then I'm like, oh, well. But, um, but what a strange yeah. opening shot so, of the new era. Much like me wanting to go and visit the, um, the beach from the credits and also the winery, let's put going on the, the punt with the old dude on our list. Where does he punt? Like I just told you, it's at the Royal Botanic Gardens. It's in the lake oh, there. Oh, sorry, my brain is messed up because and it's it's a family business. Because I kept thinking they were meant to be on Lassiter's Lake because I don't watch this scene because it's not on oh, air here. I mean, I can find you his exact name. We've discussed this on the council. He's yes, like, but yeah. the council is not the pod. Yeah, Some people true. don't consume that. That some people purely exist. They don't even watch the show. Dr. Kathy doesn't even watch Neighbours. Oh, and Sammy too, because she yeah. can't get free to wear a tan up there. Oh, that is grim, Sammy. I'm so sorry. Is oh, sad. We need to hook you up with some login details. Okay, it's called <sighs> Punting on the Lake is the business. Mm. You find meet the team. It's just very, I find it very strange that you've got a brand new family and you've plonked them in the middle of the city on a boat. Can we not put them 
in Harold's. Look, he's the dude himself. He's, he looks like he's about to join a barbershop quartet. I love it. I love the vest. His name's Wesley. Wesley Gollidge. 100%. Of course it's Wesley. So anyway, the point is people are thinking that he's probably had more to do than Leo lately. So he's the real dad. Is that what we're getting to? Oh, yes, yes. JJ's dad. He, he, Who's your daddy? He got his punting pole out. And... Oh, no. Thank you. Uh, so the 7th of November, the episodes we're recapping, 2023, gearing us up for flashback week, which is hallelujah, because since they dropped the first episode of A New Hope, we, we have been – we knew something was amiss because, well, obviously they've said a whole lot of shit's gone down since – Toadie and Melanie got married and yeah. since divorced and repartnered each of all of them. What is wrong with Toad? What is wrong with Toad? You don't need to be married. And like, just stay single. So Learn to love yourself, Jared. Self-care as we do here. And we, we've we been shown a bunch of trailers now, promotion promotional images that are coming up for Flashback Week, and a lot of the captioning is it's going to be a jaw-dropping week, like prepare to be stunned. And I'm like mm. – do you know what's going to make my jaw drop, Kate, at this point? Do you know what would have to happen for me to have my Millsy jaw? Millsy reincarnated. Yeah, pretty much at that level. It's going to have to be, this is what I've pitched as what would make my jaw literally drop, that we find out that Tarage has had plastic surgery and she's been Melanie. Like Melanie had plastic surgery and she know. got, they swapped, yeah, their yeah. body swapped. Face off. Yeah. I'd love that. That's what I would, that's what would have to happen. And anything under that is not making my jaw drop mm. at this point. And I think, so there's a lot that they have to live up to next week to make up for the fact that we've had to play um, what's Misha Barton doing in the Lasseter's Corridors for two months. I mean, I'm excited about seeing uh, Nicolette next week. Yes, speaking of face-off. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but they cast someone who looks reasonably similar to yeah, Charlotte Chimes. and styled her in a, in a, in yeah. a similar vibe and great promo with the Dua Lipa song that they put out with the her and the two guys David and Aaron rolling back up into town yeah. don't worry about the baby she's she's wherever just swapped with someone just else just popped dropped off with Sadie she could look after the two mm. of the kids and yeah that'll be a great time but also we'll see Melanie so maybe my theory's fallen over there but it's got to be that level to get me pumped up also I was thinking this week with Reese Misha Barton she only in the last few weeks really actively started looking for her sister yeah. when she was doing the market research. So she came to Melbourne from New York, Lasseter's or whatever, New York Sinclair yeah. Suites. Faffed around. Faffed. For, for weeks. No one knew who she was. She was just having a little Went, went to the fling. shops, went yeah. down to Glen. Yeah, had a fling and then eventually decided to look for Krista, the sister, by vibe only. Like So, her, yeah, yeah. Her, so first she was sitting in rooms trying to get – get a sense of what her sister was up to, mm. then went and sat in a car to figure out what her sister was up to. Stop doing some, some teenager's stinky old laser. Imagine this new, like, genre of sleuth mm. content, you know, Miss Marble, Miss Fisher, Poirot. It's just vibe checks. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's not doing much, really, and I'm kind of team whatever, whoever that other woman is who was appeared uncredited in every episode I've watched. Oh, you mean Tess from... America? Yeah, fabulous Tess, who was just like, go home to your dad and do some work. I'm like, sure. Yeah, yeah like just go to, I don't know, an exotic location, <laughs> not Erinsborough. I mean, I, I think she's right. She's like, you'll probably get really depressed living here. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't good for your mental health to stay in Erinsborough. And at one point, 
she was sort of ho-humming, going, oh, what am I going to do? Maybe I'll just stay here, like in Byron's share house. Oh, God, lady, That's come grim. on. Yeah, like I'm still getting the, the shades of um, common people playing in my head. Do you know that they said this week they explained the Leaning Tower of Pizza, Byron oh, did to Reese, oh, and that, was, oh. that begs the question, she's already slept at that house like five or six times. She's been in that room. It would smell. So she's never brought up. So she has clocked that tower of no, pizza boxes and she hasn't mentioned it because she's got class and he has never thought to say before now oh we're having a competition me and has and the first person that puts it out has to clean the pool can you imagine a grown adult saying that to you also clean the pool dicks like oh imagine half oh. the street uses the pool <sighs> um but can you imagine a grown adult saying that to your face and not just kind of and like shuddering and, and then, going, what is wrong with you? And then finding you, out you that you want to live like this. Do you need a mother? Is that what's is that what's missing in your life? Because she's across the road, exactly, and she could tell you to clean this filth up. I'm not your mother. In fact, shame on you, Jane, for not give, giving him a serve. Mm. Yeah, and the bet is cleaning <laughs> results on more cleaning. Just clean. I mean, I'm one to talk. Just crush it up and <laughs> get rid of him. Outsource it. Disgusting. Air tasker. Anyway, simmering down on Reese. I'm just going to get this out of the way early. Mm-hmm. CJ's not here, so this is my moment to rag on Paul Robinson uh, without fear of rebuttal. Mm-hmm. And that is that he was – he should be ashamed of himself this week. He has been – speaking of someone who needs things to do, he's been sniffing around her for months now and he doesn't trust – he doesn't He doesn't like Byron for whatever reason. And at one point he's like, yes, she's he's my – friend's son but um just I'm not about I'm not on board like okay Paul fine he finds the affirmation card in Reese's room Paul goes into Reese's room after setting off the fire alarm at Lassiter's which is divine because we get Mm -hmm. the whole you know town of the Simpsons out in the forecourt waiting to see they think it's a real fire yeah now this is Paul's five thousand dollar laser moment Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it costs, in Melbourne, it costs around $600 per truck per 15 minutes to a false fire alarm call. Oh. And that was a hotel. So they're not just sending one truck there. They would be sending multiple units. So maybe, what, four, five trucks to Lassiter's? And, yeah, $621 per 15 minutes per truck. He's got the master key. Just... Wait till she's boning Byron and then go snoop in her room. You don't need an excuse. You were, The fire alarm still involves you having to take the master key and go to her suite. Yeah. it's just, You've just cost yourself money and put out like three businesses in the surrounding area. I'm a bit surprised that one alarm at Lassiter's actually means the whole complex has to be yeah, evacuated the, the as well. and everything. That's really tedious. So he finds... Does that mean like if there's a kitchen fire at the waterhole that um, the penthouse has to be evacuated? Someone's burnt some toast. <laughs> and someone's burnt toast in Harold's, which would be regular. So how, many, how much do you reckon it, that cost? Like two grand or something to get those trucks there and out again? And then you know what Paul's got to show for it? The affirmation card that says you are supported. Well, two grand if it was only 15. It's two grand per 15 minutes, right? Yeah. So they'd be there probably half an hour to yeah. three quarters an hour scouring the whole building. Exactly. Oh, okay. So, and he turns over the card and I don't know if we weren't showing the other side as a cinematic technique or if we weren't showing the other side because Reese just did not flip that card over. But the other car, the other side of the card says, 
Alcoholics Anonymous 12-step program for a good time, call us and don't have a good time. And um, so he's like, ha, 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 twirling his moustache. She's an alcoholic. Much like my ex-wife. Which, thank you, Leo. You don't have much to do, but you're really making your time worth it because he's saying, Dad, you were married to an alcoholic. Why are you going to now judge this woman? Have you thought of joining the men's shed (laughs) or doing a U3A course? Do they still have that? They don't have that shed still, do they? The, they turn that the into backpackers. A, they, yeah, that's right. They could. Well, it's not a backpackers anymore. They could turn it into back to being a men's shed. Yeah, it could be good. Well, actually, we don't know. Two years, so much has changed. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of backpackers, what does Reese do? Um, she, I've had a micro sleep here, or probably a macro one when it comes to her. What did she do? Uh, well, Reese gets on the road. Oh yeah, with the green screen. Yeah, which was. They need to stop doing that. 100% need to stop because that really took me out of it. And it was very obviously fake in a way that I I feel I haven't seen since like a mid-60s film. (laughs) I know it's a good way to show the passage of time, right? But there are ways. Like like when Toadie was driving to Sonia's death beach, they stopped. They were – did he wee on the side of the road? (laughs) But stop for snacks. It was very unnecessary. Just stop for snacks and have the conversation next to the stationary vehicle. Now, um, old mates come over from America, which, as we all know, they drive on the other side mm. of the road, on the other side she, of the car. She's and confident. She's, she's confident dr- making a six-hour drive to Mildura. Wow. I mean, I guess it's not too many twists and turns to get there. It's the colder, colder highway yeah. there. Um, it's 110k sometimes. That, that is not a job I'd be wanting to do by myself. A six-hour drive is a long drive. Yeah. It's particularly in that old crap heap as well. <laughs> that would not have a working air conditioner. And it would smell like fuel inside no, the car. No sound system? No. A tape no. deck? Oh. What, would the, what, they press the they press this, um, cassette in and you'd, all you'd hear is, don't make it feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I I used to have one of those um, converters for my old tape deck oh, yeah, in the car. Oh, yeah, put in the cigarette lighter. Yeah, no, no, so you, you, it looked oh, like oh, a cassette yeah, yes. and you slide it into the mm. hole and then it connects to your Discman or nice, whatever. Nice, nice. <laughs> and you have a great time in there. Two forms of old media. Amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, Mildura, long way away. Mm. But they end up going to Robinvale. Mildura, as she kept saying. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I mean, it's, moving, it's moving past it. It's fine. Yeah, it's an yeah. accent. It's whatever. But um, it just it, it tickled me. But they went to Robinvale instead to the backpackers there. And I looked at that and I thought, that is far fancier than any Robinvale backpackers mm. would be, which I'm sure would just normally be, if there's a backpackers there, it would be like a fibro shack. Yeah, or just like a, a caravan park, Summer yeah. Bay Caravan Park. Because So the reason why there are backpackers up there is because that's the, the fruit bowl of Victoria. Uh, which is, someone said that this week, yeah. Yeah, so that's why backpackers go there because to um, for their tourist visa they need to go and work on farms, which would fair put me off, to be honest, having yeah. to go fruit picking because they're doing jobs that no local wants, wants to, to do, do because they're getting exploited mm. for, for money, labour, horrendous. Anyway... They, this is all coming back to the Robinvale backpackers mm. there. Did you look at that and think, hmm, I wonder where that actually is? I actually thought it looked a bit like the um, the gay bar that Jane and Nicolette went to. Oh. <laughs> just the same kind of depth, but that's just, I think, maybe the shot looked like that. Well, for years, what location have I said they needed to be going to? You, you're not the Anglesey backpackers. No, 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 no. Around Erinsborough. Oh. What, what location should they be filming oh, more? The Burvale? It is the Burvale! No way! Yes. Okay, so here you'll see we've got said shitbox laser with the Robinvale Hostel in the background. Uh-huh. Uh, I see the sign looked familiar. The sign looked like the Burvale Hotel sign. No, no, it's not the Burvale. It's it's 
couldn't get the exact view on Street View, but that's the exact spot with the little gable. But also if we look at their reception, once they get inside this one here with the like terrible cinema oh. carpet. So that's on Neighbours. That looks like they put in. And this is the actual Burvale Hotel motel oh, reception. No way. 100% it is it. Oh, that is retro in there. Essentially, Lasseter's is the Burvale, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's like it's a crap pub with a crap hotel attached to it. Until they introduced the Motelness Centre, and then I was very confused about yeah, the yeah. rankings of these establishments. Lasseter's makes me think of a, a hotel I stayed in once in Flinders on the Mornington Peninsula. Okay. Am, yeah. am I getting the peninsulas wrong? Around no, no, that yeah. way. Just not not the good part of the peninsula where Reese, like the mm. swanky side, just a normal part of the peninsula. <laughs> They have a hotel and then you walk across the road and there's a pub. And that's, I mean, I guess that happens everywhere. But that's to me is the, in my head, whenever I picture the distance between pub and hotel, I always think of the Flinders pub. <laughs> um, so they go on a road trip. Maybe Reese. she says she's, you know, she's travelled all over the world. She's had family members from everywhere. So I guess maybe she learned to drive here when she was younger, I guess. I don't know, but I think it's a really long shot to go to a backpackers and say, do you remember this person from two years ago? Well, she, I don't even think she cared. She just wanted to be in the room and get a vibe check like she's used to doing. It's very strange. Now, some theories are floating around with Flashback Week. I've not consumed them, but I think there's a bit of a vibe that I'm getting that Krista the sister is connected to something that drove away Mel. Yeah. Or let, ha, drove Paul to leave to rage. Mm-hmm. What about the Lindball brothers? But yeah, I'm I'm more excited about them than I am about this Krista the sister connection. Wait, when you picture them, do you picture Luigi and Mario? Because I do. Ever since that Luigi and Mario combination came to paint the waterhole, I have been. <laughs> um, well, actually, no. I picture the the River Boys from Home and Away. Oh no, no, I'm getting but- like <laughs> total Luigi and Mario. <laughs> but also maybe two handsome contestants on the block, because they're tradies. Oh, yeah, like maybe a bit of Callan Mulvey style. Yeah, but two block contestants that are just really in it for the swindle. That's what I'm picturing. But I'm more interested in them because at least they have been directly impacting a new family on the street. Mm. If if Krista the sister is tied up in some huge drama that shook the foundations of the show, then why has it been so boring to me? Why has it been so dull the last couple of months? I mean, I hate to say it, but Krista, we don't care. You're just another disappeared Do backpacker. Do not care. Oh, harsh. <laughs> Terrible. Harsh. I, I would care more, but she seems like she's living her life. Mm, she's, she's, she's out there picking the fruit. She's the, disappeared by choice. She goes to Cotty's that makes the cordial that we like best. <laughs> or whatever. But Paul, judging a woman with glee, that, who, who has an addiction, possibly. He's like, oh, ha, 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 Reese has it. Paul Reese is a drunk. Robinson, do you not feel she's fallen on tough times anyway, being here, like <laughs> coming from LA to fucking Aaronsborough? Mate, get a grip. Like, that's pretty rich judging someone for having an addiction when he's addicted to misogyny, um, underhandedness, white anting. Like, mm. I mean, they're not. I mean, he's hated by his. All, pretty much all of his offspring. Yeah. So All you've got left is Leo and he's only there because he's got a business nearby. But, okay, so the family I am invested in because they were treated as a fully-fledged family when they arrived is the Varga Murphys, mm-hmm. Dr. Mum, ha- Dr. Ma, Handy Mum, two teenagers, JJ and Dex. And they, I, they came in straight away, JJ wanting to dig around and find his father they he blurted out last week that he thinks it's Sarge Rodwell. 
Well, the results are in. The results are in. Uh, not before JJ actually steals Sarge's motorbike and takes it for a spin. I thought it was Mike's motorbike. I thought it was Sarge's. People kept saying he took Mike's. I think he took Mike's because it was like maybe Sarge was like taking it for a ride to keep it in check or something. Either way, I'm, let's be honest, I am impressed that a teenager could steal a motorbike and yeah. ride it. Yeah, yeah. great work, um, JJ. Hmm. Um, he's For a 16-year-old, mm. just, I mean, they were terrified. He didn't have a helmet, which straight yeah. away. Baby Harold was watching it with me and I said, that boy's very naughty. Mm. He goes, yes, he is. So, Yeah, I don't even let my child ride his scooter in the driveway without his helmet on. Yeah, the, the mums were terrified that he's got no helmet they, and they they make that call like don't drive after him because he might think we're chasing him and he'll go faster yeah. and that, yeah, that made, they're all panicking. Sarge goes, they all, you know, they split up, they go to look for him. Did you put on an APB? <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> They didn't raise the oh they didn't raise the alarm because Sarge said well he's driving without a license mm. we don't want to get him in trouble unless you want me to get him in trouble and meanwhile the texts have come through while he's gone missing and poor little Dex the reason he's run off is like you've ruined our family and poor Dex no one seems to check in on him <laughs> I don't really care about him that's fine but he's sad and he's like yeah yeah well let's let's get back to cancelling Handy Bar Handy Mum. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay, yes. Yeah. So the, as we're waiting for the results, I think, is that the point where she's making the fancy dinner? Oh, yeah, that was funny. Well, finally your wish came true on her hair. Pull the ponytail through and they did. She's got really long hair. Lovely, lovely, luscious hair. Um, next step, bit of uh, highlights, wouldn't go astray. But also she doesn't have to have her hair down. She doesn't have to have a ponytail out of work hours. There are ways to be a handy person with a ponytail. Most male handymen I've met have hair in a ponytail. She, she's just, I feel, she's ill-defined. What what trade is she? All. What mm. doctor is Carl? Mm. <laughs> she's well, sparky. No, she's defined. Well, if you're crawling around under a house, you don't want your hair in a ponytail. You want it up so it's not dragging well, in dirt. Give me some kind of interesting hairstyle. Mm. Or put it in a bun. I'd prefer a bun, like a I'm not going to sit here and tell a lesbian okay. how to do her hair. I am because she's on television. <laughs> <laughs> or just also when you're your own boss, you can wear any kind of uniform you want. So, I mean, you know, I, I will give her a lecture about the shit she wears to work in a professional workplace. But that's She works at four Lassiters now mm. in a managerial role. Come on. She's going to wear up. whatever she found at the bottom of the U. Don't go around dressed like bloody Max Ramsey. <laughs> Oh, actually, speaking of Ramsey, um, Baby Madge this week, when I told her I was coming to do the pod, she said, you need to mention that Ramsey Street should be Ramsey Court. Oh, mate. she's been really fascinated with streets, avenues, roads and yes. courts. And Yes, um, it should, Madge. And then she said, and actually, why isn't it called by its real name, Pinot Court? And I said, oh, it's because it used to belong to the Ramses and Pinoak isn't a surname, so they couldn't shoehorn that in. And yeah. And also they probably wanted to respect the privacy of the Actually, schmucks that live in those yeah, houses. Yeah, back in 1985. <laughs> yeah, like, they're like, oh, this won't go beyond you no. know, like five months. That could have been an opportunity to rebrand um, mm. Ramsey Court, Ramsey Close, Ramsey Circuit, whatever they want to jazz it Should up Should have with. been Ramsey Court, though. Mm, yeah. And then the... Look, we could have had, like, it could have been years. It could have been who's the king and the queen of the court. Beautiful. And we could we could decide that every pod. Could have had, like, royal it's a knockout on the street. <laughs> Jousting in inflatable costumes. Wow. I mean, sh- sure. If that, if that paves that way, then go for it. 
I so love Kara. Okay, she pops on a fancy shirt, gets some ingredients, and I look. I've got to say, I did relate to Kara this week because I am hectic in the kitchen when I have mm. to cook a dish I'm not too familiar with, and it's got a lot of steps, and I've got pots and pans everywhere, like a cartoon character. And I'm sweating and I can't have five conversations while I'm trying to follow the recipe. And I've got to, my phone keeps timing out and I've got to open up the recipe again. And then especially when we're in a tiff and my go-to in a tiff is to prod the other person until they explode. Like, what did I do? What did I do? What can I do? You betrayed us <laughs> and you need to, and we are this close to breaking up. So just shut your mouth at yeah, this stage. Which, except... Which is what I wanted to tell her, like, Cara, please, because I, I'm, I just, I'm the same. I'm just poke the bear. I'm like, we got to talk about it. Let's talk about it. We Let's talk it about better. it right now. Guess what? It's not going to end well for you. <laughs> Which so. is what um, Remy says. Which is like, do you think you can make me a fancy meal and get my favorite bottle of wine, and this makes it all better? There was a great. I think it was Nay comment. Nay comment. Pretty sure if Cara had brought out a bottle of wine from Leo's winery, then Remy would have been straight on the phone to the divorce lawyers. <laughs> Tim Collins, surely. As much as I relate to Kara in this awkwardness, it's not the kind of fight you make up for with a dinner and a wine, hun. I don't think you can come back for it. It's not that kind of a fight. You just <laughs> got to let it simmer and just give everyone a minute, mm. hun. Whew. And it's tough because we just met this family straight away. They've had tension because one of them wanted to go to Werribee and the other one didn't. We haven't really seen them as a fun-loving couple yet. Sorry, I was in Werribee today. Just so, oh, side yeah, note. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and hot off the doctor press, my Dr. Kathy, friend of the pod, mm-hmm. just got a job out that way. Oh, does she live out that way? No. See, case in point. <laughs> <laughs> Doctors don't live in Werribee. She lives a little closer to town. Mm. Then they get JJ back. Kara gives him a cuddle. They say, take a second, and then they the Rodwells are like, "Oh, guess what, guys? The tests, the tests, are, the test results are in." Mori Povich comes forward. The results are in, and Sarge, you are not the father of this child. I called it. Just want to say that I called it. That- you know, I, I still want it to be Andrew Robinson. <laughs> why we decided it would be Andrew because on the um subtitles on the TV oh, it said right. said Andrew Robbo yeah 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 um not Rod right, not Rodwell right, right. Yeah, it said Robbo yeah. not Rodwell yeah. I still want it to be Philippa Martinez which it could well be I mean he's kind of got the coloring but Brian Rawlings he has been dropped as a guest name that's exciting coming to town for flashback week we have a very soft spot for him don't we yes ever since we nearly saw him do a bingo do a bingo um, night bingo just, day i think it I was i still periodically google that to check whether it's <laughs> cuz i feel like he does bingo out in Werribee. We, well. we are going out <gasps> that's to the that. connection that's the Werribee connection <gasps> bingo imagine if you yeah whiz bang daddy's bingo ha- caller handy ma was down the pokies <laughs> Drowning yeah. her sorrows. Yeah, so I think I really, if they are going to keep them together, I would really like to see what attracted them to each other, what, why they get along. I did the moment because at the moment they don't like each other that much, and I'm struggling to feel that from them. And then it's kind of like, okay, we can go back to normal because he's not the daddy. But over at the Rodwells, it's very icy. And I thought Wendy did some beautiful stuff this week. I just really felt her feelings, mm. and she's like, you know, I had. We were trying- yeah, they're both like he's disgusting. Handy Mars, Handy Mum's disgusting too. And she's like, we, you know, we were trying to expand our family, mm. and he's mo- out spreading his seed. As a mother of a three-year-old who does not stop, 
where they would have been exhausted and he still has it in him to go and make his little donation to his mate Philippa and doesn't even really give us an explanation as to why. Also, if if they are having trouble conceiving their second child, doesn't why does Philippa want his product? He's, he's substandard. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it to yourself, mate. Yeah, yeah. Find someone else at the station got like to help her. Two sperm cells in the, just knocking oh. around, bumping into each other. A lesbian with purpose who has this mission does not need your dead weight, mm. okay? And I do – I liked – CJ put forward the theory that maybe they work together in the force because he just says she's my good friend. And I feel like that at least would explain the closeness or if, if it was like a, some kind of life or death mm. scenario, she had his back on the job and then he decided to help she her out. She had his back. She also had his, had his jizz. <laughs> you got my back. You got my jizz. Whatever you need. Mm. Um, yeah, I just don't understand why they were friends. And unless Philippa Martinez can come and tell us why, I just I need more. I from feel that. like they'd be down at the all ages like nightclub in Hopper's Crossing or yeah. something like that. Love it, love that. Um, and and everyone can just because she's dead, everyone can just pay her out. Like, oh, she's no good. Yeah, whatever. On a needle, she was crucified. <laughs> so now JJ has questions. Like, well. Now what? And meanwhile, Sarge. Well, hop onto Ancestry.com, mate. If you want some relatives, you'll yeah. find them there. Go over to Carl. He's got the connections from when they sponsored the show. Sarge, though, it's innate in him. He wants to solve the mystery because he he borrows the diary from Kara, sees them, pages are missing, and wants to delve into what went down with Philippa. And I want to say to Sarge, why don't you have a look at social media? Because there's no pages ripped out of that. <laughs> it's all there. You can encrypt <laughs> So how old are those boys? This this happened 16 years ago. 16, well, she kept okay. saying 17 years ago, which meant 16 years. He's 16 because it so was like 17 a 17-year 17 conception. So that's 2006, oh, yeah. which is slightly before Facebook. So unfortunately, Ooh, yeah. Okay, okay. Maybe you should have a blog. I, I feel like I, I joined Facebook at the very start of 2007. Actually, those photos they posted, she probably got a MySpace. Yeah. I mean, who knows? it's probably the skeletal remains of a MySpace mm. page. It would have been great if she had, if she had a blog because who's going to delete that <laughs> after she goes? <laughs> It'll live on forever. Yeah. So we will wait because now, well, now the possibilities are open mm. again. Who's going to be the daddy? We also found out from Dex. He's just like, well, I don't know who my daddy is. So get over it. Whatever. We've we've been through this. Mm. So we don't. He also doesn't know who his dad is. Which is, I, I feel sad for. Both of them, really. I mean, I've, I've got friends who have used donor sperm mm. and they know a lot of details about the donor. Um, they don't know his specific name, but there's a lot of identifiable details mm. and they know kind of the general area is from and that sort of thing. And, and, and I guess that would allow them to have a, ch- a conversation with the child when the wo- child has questions. No, but it's it's woven into their lives from when they're babies basically from the, they always know that they had a donor mm. and that's who that person was and well I guess in this case they always said to JJ you had an American whiz bang donor like, yeah but why did but they didn't tell anything to Dex about his and Dex doesn't care <laughs> Dex don't care Dex don't care they tried he wasn't into it mm. it's like give me my whatever he's into anime oh anime this week oh I love when they decide what a young person's going to be into mm. for the time for the next, you know, little time. Yeah, frame. like Bailey in the dark web. Oh, so Dex and Nell both have a penchant for anime, mm. um, but also I think manga. I don't know if it, it was one or the other because they were looking at 
pictures. I think Nell's quite artistic. Mm. But then also Dex said, hey, you want to check out that new anime movie? Which, oh, that one. Which okay. Is akin to saying, hey, Kate, want to go check out that new comedy movie? <laughs> well, my ribs need a tickling. <laughs> Just make up a title like you do with the, the the Scandinavian noir thing they always watch or the the Bachelor thing that they always watch. Uh, I'd look at Nell and I'd go, hey, Nell, do you want to go for a smoke down by the gum trees? <laughs> She'd go, yeah. <laughs> okay, have you got What else am I going to do? I'm going to do some vaping. Yeah. I reckon that's vaping, what the, definitely. That's what the two of them would be doing. They'd just be vaping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we can draw at the same time yeah, or with yeah. the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that just, come on, guys, just make up a title. Especially make up a franchise if these kids are going to be into it for years. Mm. Then you don't have to ever keep saying that. Yeah, yeah, like like that Scandinavian noir thing that Sue's had. That's what I said. Oh, oh, God, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I just cut that out oh, then. Yeah. No, that's just like meetings at work with men. <laughs> I'm like, no, I just, okay. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, Gluggan. But over with Nell. Nellie Fish is on a mission. And unlike Misha Barton, she's just not going to go places and sit in them. I, I said this wait. last week. Nellie has a can-do attitude, which I do appreciate and admire. Yeah. Rather than, yeah, just going to Melanie's house and – well, she does go to Melanie's house. But first she's getting information. She's getting – she got Shaz's number. She met with Shaz. She is great at the cold call. Mm. Not, the next generation are not super into that. No. I mean, who would want to call anyone on the telephone at any stage? <laughs> If you get a if you get a call for me from me, you know it's me style, don't you? <laughs> like basically, or your husband. Or <laughs> well, if you get a call from my husband, you'd be like, oh, okay, maybe I should answer this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it would be a misstyle from you. In fact, usually we misstyle each other on Instagram or Messenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be like, oh, clearly, like, and please don't join this because no. yeah. So she, how does she meet up with Shaz? By the way, it's really lovely seeing Shaz. I think she's got a lovely energy. Yeah, spirited and. This time we find out from her updated information about where Melanie is. Yeah, she's in Hurstbridge. She, and the street that she's on in Hurstbridge is 200, 247 or something in that street, which means it's a very long street. Long street, Gardenia Street, they said. That's right. And they spun some yarn about how she had to leave quickly because they got an offer on the house. But it, some, there was some lie. And so she had to move really fast. And Nell's like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to Hurstbridge. And goes and leaves JJ to lie and say she had a doctor's appointment, psychology appointment. Which, um, and then bloody Jane bumps into Toad in the pub and says, hey, when your daughter has her therapy appointment, please let us know so she doesn't miss valuable school Which, time. Yes, I'm applauding Jane because that is petty because she's got a grudge on Toady since he had a go at her last week for saying, excuse me, when someone comes talking to my daughter about her ex-stepmother, can you please talk to me? And now she's like, oh. Fine, and then now the minute he, they've put a foot wrong, like when Does your daughter she, has an appointment, you need a we need an, you need approval and a note. Imagine this child who's got a dead mum. You're begrudging her a visit and you're shaming her. Did you? I thought that was disgusting. Get fucked, Jane. Well, she was shaming Toad. No, but should she to even bring it up? Does she not have one ounce of shame in her own body? I was with her because I'm like, yes, take Toad down, be petty. What would you, if? That was someone saying that to me, and I was in Toad's shoes. I'd, I'd be like, "Excuse me." Well, he would have. He would have had it not been for the fact that Nell didn't have a counselling appointment. Yeah, <laughs> and but, she no, was but, missing. But Jane doesn't know no. that. Like, I think it's incredibly rude. 
And I'd be making a complaint to the, the regional I don't think it's that rude to, because the amount of wag is they would have at Erinsborough High. She oh, has to keep me. them straight. Nell's out there vaping anyway. <laughs> exactly. She's standing like, in the, the toilets. And do you know what broke my heart is when Nell was telling either JJ or Dex, it was JJ. She said, oh, I've got a, I found out an address for my second mum. Oh, no, that was Or beautiful. I think he said it was your second mum. And, you know, like that, that's how she considers Mel. Yeah, that's super sad. So she gets out there and goes into this, like, crappy-looking house that yeah. has all junk on the front lawn and you go, mm, doesn't feel great here. And she goes in there and... Well, she gets clobbered. Yes, by old mate Eden, a.k.a. Ed. A.k.a. Jack Scully the first, if you oh, yeah, go yeah. deep into the Google back in, back annals. In soccer era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I swear to God, switched to birth, those two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, he bumps her and mm. she like smacks her head on a door frame and passes out cold. Poor Nellie. That's and then, awful. That's a pretty big head injury to do that. Poor thing. And then everyone get, gets wind that she's missing and everyone's like, ugh, must be Tuesday. One of the Rebecca kids is yeah, missing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's out. Just go check behind the toilets. <laughs> go down the, the Sonia's Grove. Go, go over to the carrot smacky caravan, see what's mm-hmm. going on there. And also, P.S. Where's Hugo? There was some whisper about Susan's going to go get him, but where from, where to, who knows. Mm. So they all band together to go to the street to find Nell because they've got a door knock on every house. Oh, yeah, because it's an extremely long street. It doesn't make sense. In Australia, we don't have three number. Yeah, but, houses that are up in those numbers and for it to be such a quiet suburban well, street. Well, yeah, on that side of town, like a Cheltenham, like there would be, they go up into the thousands if it's like a big main road. Yeah, but it's not yeah. a main road. It's I, I scrutinise yes. that street because I was trying to find that street, right? Um, I managed to find the house number for the brown house across the road, which I think was 23. Mm. So that's the thing. It would have been eh, – anyway. But I, I spent far too long looking for the, the, the sheet house, thinking it'll be in the, the region of – I do, I wanted to know where they shot for Hurst Bridge. Like what – it would have been a suburb near Nanawane. Oh, it would have been a street right near that. They've gone hyper-local on all yeah. their locations, particularly after seeing the Burvale. You know, <laughs> I was like, I will find this street. But because – Forest Hill. Yeah, because it was – you know, probably house 22 or, you know, that sort of thing. I, I couldn't find it. So, But that's a clue for everyone who wants to find it. No one else wants to. It's just you. You did some amazing sleuthing work. Is that for this on the council? Oh, yeah, it was because... The drone um, shot. Yeah, the drone shot. They, they've been using a lot of filler footage um, when they're transitioning between scenes. There's like a... When they're transitioning to a, a scene at school, they show like an overhead shot of a school. When I looked at that... Um, I noticed that you could see the big orange Channel 10, well, Fremantle Studios mm. building with the TV t- tower oh. beside it. That's where the main studios of Neighbours mm. is shot. And also for Prisoner fans, it's just the exterior of mm. the um, the prison from Prisoner, Wentworth. So I looked at it. In Nanawati. Yeah, in Nanawati. So it's the it's old, on the horizon. That was yeah. the old, whatever, global television studios. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so it's Emmaus College, which is really close uh, yes, to yes. the studios there. And then I was like, then they show another kind of establishing shot of a suburban neighbourhood. And I was like, it's got a court in it that's similar to Ramsey Street, but ain't Ramsey Street. Anyway, my sleuthing was, I went back to the spot where they shot Emmaus College. They What they did is they turned the camera around 180 degrees and just took a shot from the other direction. Hmm. And that's where that court is. So there we go. And, you know, that's why everyone has their own interests and everyone's special in no. their own way. I mean, the thing is, Emmaus College is a Catholic school and far, you know, they wouldn't be shutting down Erinsborough High if it had that many facilities. Mm, true. That would be quite funny if it became a Catholic school. <laughs> and they bloody got a whole bunch of um, 
father fathers in to take over. So what I enjoyed was everyone snapping into action to rage and toady, like to, to rage calming him down, to rage looking sensational in that green leather jacket. She dressed up for that. I feel like to rage would Search be more like rescue mission. on the inside. She'd be like, it's for the best. <laughs> ah, well. Oh, when you lose one kid. It doesn't matter when you lose someone else's kid. Um, and Haz and Holly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are, well, Holly keeps flirting with Haz. Haz keeps knocking her back and et cetera, et cetera. But then they all find Nell together. She's on a park bench. She's looking shattered, like uh, unstable. She's been looking deep in the vape. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a head injury. She's a bit dizzy. Yeah, I'm alarmed for her. She should be going mm. to a hospital. Yeah, and she said, they said, do you want us to take you to the doctor? She's like, no. She's literally knocked out cold. People, have, that's that's a severe head injury this to do a, that. This is a byproduct of living on the same street as Carl Kennedy. You're now doctor reverse. Yeah. You're like, do you want to go to the doctor? No. No, oh, no, no. Oh, my dad's a doctor. I reckon he'd say you're fine. <laughs> He's, you're, if you see my dad, you are either fine or we are getting the power tools. There is no middle ground. But who turns up? Melanie Pearson. Our favourite. Our Mel. Looking like she's been through it because she's got her hair well, she's got her hair pulled up. Mm. It's a different kind of pony, right, than the tradesperson pony. Yeah. This is a high pony. I haven't got time to do a layer or a curl and very modest makeup and a jumper. Mm. Like she's just not thinking about throwing her appearance together. And she's all, she's worried that Nell's chatting to these weirdos. Yeah, which is – I love that that was her first reaction. She's like, what are you doing with them? She's like, they are my neighbours. You know, I mean, that's a normal reaction yeah. though. Be like, oh, I've got this sorted. You can move on. Yeah. They And, and then Mel, Mel's line where she looks at Holly and she goes, are you Carl Kennedy's daughter? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and then Holly puts together that Mel knows Eden. Yes. How do you know Eden Sharp? Sure, Yeah. Oh. Which has got to be a fake name anyway. But then she says, let's go back to the street and I'll tell everybody there. Well, see, Eden is a bit of a hippie name, isn't it? And mm. Mel's a bit of a hippie yeah. herself. This is what worries me because I, I don't want her to be connected to Eden. Could it's be, no good. Could be her nephew. Okay, yep, yeah, I'll accept that. Maybe if she's connected to Krista the sister. Yeah. Via Eden. Um, yeah, people were positing that maybe she's Krista's mum as well. It's very I'm, – I'm very keen to see what happens because – Whatever they've done, they seem to have folded in a lot of elements that have affected the main cast via guest characters, mm-hmm. and that's always confusing to me. You know what? I the only thing that will satisfy me, yeah, next week, Krista murdered by Melanie and Paul <gasps> together. And but how do they come back from that? Is that why they went on the run? That's why Melanie's like, "Oh, I've mm. got to friggin' leave now." And she didn't go very far though. <laughs> and you can't marry for age. We just need to like Why wipe can't this clean. She get married. Why couldn't he marry to Rage? I don't know. He, he's kept, I don't know. There's no logic to it. He's but kept he, secrets he, before. Melanie's being punished by have to leave by having to leave. Yeah. He is being punished by. Not- he bought a baby for a million bucks and he was still sleeping side no, by side with to Rage. Mate, it's not murder though. <laughs> that that's the only thing that would satisfy my drama need. But I, can you live in a world with murderous Melanie? I mean, we've we've lived in a world with murderous Paul for yeah, but decades. That, that's not a long bow to draw. <laughs> I need something interesting. Yeah, we all we desperate. We're fanging for it. Yeah, like because neighbours has, has hit the snooze button really in this Be- because it's. I mean, I guess it's very clever. Whatever they've done, they've said we're we're fast forwarding two years, but we're going to go back and fill in the gaps 
but you're not going to get that fill in for two months. So you have to sit in for two months. Of bloody low stakes drama. Low stakes, mate. And can, can we not have some more high stakes back? They, they primed us for it with the end of Neighbours where we just got bat shittery after bat shittery. But also the stakes happened, but they happened off camera for two years that we're not seeing and we're going to see next week all in one week. Instead, we've been seeing bloody drage in matching, <laughs> in matching bloody toad rage in matching trackies. And Reese walking through the Lasseter's hallway telling people to straighten up that pot plant. Yeah. Okay, come on, guys, bring us some murder. Yep, this is – we need ham roast in the hot tub with the oh, spanner. Yeah. That was All great, right. yeah. So, Kate, do you have a saddest bitch to award? Probably Ho-Ho. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, still, he's just not that into you, love. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't I don't have anything else. We'll bring on next week. Oh, the council. Yes, yes. yes. Massive thanks to the members of the Neighbours Council for really getting behind Puzz Buzz. <laughs> We really got some traction on our post about puzzling um, and our and enthusiasm for our participation in the Victorian mm. state competition. Uh, we soft launched over on oh, Instagram. We've, one of the members of the council was there as oh, well. Yeah, Annie. And How we, amazing. Next time, well, I don't know if we gave much warning, but okay, next year, depending on who the sponsor is, we will come and say hi. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully get tables next to each other. We can help each other with words yelling across <laughs> the tables. Fucking died and <laughs> piece of shit puzzle. Um, and Puzz Buzz on Instagram, P U Triple Z, B U Double Z. Yeah. Because someone pointed out on the council that we spoke more about puzzles last week than we did Reese. I'm going to have done it again this whose week. Whose fault really? is that? Yeah, yeah. Not our fault. Uh, so join us over there and and um, Neighbours Pod on Instagram as well while you're there. And I'm Remued on Twitter. And we'll speak to CJ next week as well. And thanks for hanging out. Bye. Bye. My theory is the Leaning Tower of Pizza Boxes is actually Chekhov's Pizza Boxes and they're going to fall and crush someone to death. Who? I don't know. When? Hopefully soon. Also, I don't think Philip is dead. There, I said it. Philippa ain't dead.